Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Come on, I'm getting mad, Bob. Yo, Bobby! Fuck? Bob? Fuck! Bob? Fuck! Bob? Over here! Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! That would be, that'd be super unfortunate. <laughs> no, at this point, dude, you're helping me pl play a big game of uh, foreplay because uh, it's the Mrs. Uh, birthday. So, I mean, it's kind of like how long can I do this podcast while she's like, <laughs> you know, when the fuck is he going to get in here? So, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool game of cat and mouse we're playing right now. So, you're helping. <laughs> Glad to help. Ah, uh, fuck. No nah, man, <laughs> no nah, fucking uh, the vodka seltzers, dude. I haven't I've been drank too many lately, and uh, I had to stop off at a fucking house. Dude just kept giving me fucking beers, man. I I just couldn't, you know. It was one of those. And it was so hot. It's like, of course, well, these these are cold beverages. These are amazing. And uh, you know, he's introduced me to like Moosehead or it's some Canadian lager. It's fucking delicious. It was delicious, and I'm not even that kind of guy. I'm a I'm a fucking Coors Light kind of guy. I know that. I know that feeling. Um, I routinely do not drink for taste. Okay. I'll tell you that right now. But you know, I like to every now and again I like to fire off a nice some sort of IPA. Or something. Right. Um, okay, I think we're. I think we're good to go. Let's yeah, man. Charging. I'm fucking gonna get my TV set up here. Dude, I think I'm good. For sure, I'm gonna have to get you in studio here. Um, cause yeah, it, I I know that's that's way more preferable. Uh, um. I completely forgot about that work func work function too. So oh, well, two two and a half hours, man. That's a that's a hard way to have to to drive, man. Just for you know, yeah. However long, either way, you still got two hours back. I um I did that for 10k when they wanted me to come on for their uh, rundown. Well, I can believe that it's video and all that, you know. You know, I mean, there, there, yeah. There's a much bigger following to it. I get I get that. But yeah, when the, and the day the day is coming when I'll be uh, actually in the cities. So I'm up for when that happens. I'm up for the studio experience every day of the week. Fuck yeah, man! Do you uh, how do you like how do you like working in a real studio? I mean, when what what you oh, first off? Let, let's introduce you to the show. I, I got to start doing that better, Seth. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. I met you in spaces, man. Uh, please, uh, uh, brag every podcast you've got. Let them, let everybody know right off the bat. Um, you know what what podcast are you in? Promote everything you got going, and we'll and we'll kick the podcast off like that. Well, thank you, man, for having me. Um, 
cheers. Cheers, sir. Got a nice little um, maker's mark here. Ooh, I got a Bomba Juice. In a uh, in the the spinny glass. So I got to talk about this for two seconds. Uh, I think this is the purchase when you can officially say that you've become an adult. Yep. Because like I lay this down on the table, and like check Ooh. that out. Right. It's suspended there. That is fancy. And yeah. so, yeah, that is that is my introduction to the podcast. Uh, Seth Topol, for those that don't know, I'm the host of Lockdown Wild, and I'm the guy that falls asleep in the Twitter spaces all the time. I think that's more of my claim to fame. Is uh, And your sobriety. The Twitter space. Yeah, the Twitter space pass-out guy. But, hey, I mean, I like to think of that as life of the party. And so I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm just, I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah, why should you? Fuck it. I mean, it, it's a great time. <laughs> the only thing I do hate is when you know the the space is turning on you on your take when you when you've gotten a little too deep into the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can just hear it in the silence that it's like Micheletti's ready to Micheletti is ready to silence you when needed. Well, and <laughs> as I don't. Like, I don't regularly host them, but that was a new experience, having to nuke my own space because it was getting too out of hand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, internet craps out sometimes, or so we say. But, yeah, I don't know. Those those spaces are wild, and I just had this thought the other day. I was like, what's going to happen when we get to actual, like, football season? People are going to be trying to do those, like, during the game halftime after the game it's gonna be rough it's gonna be wild man yeah it's gonna be tough it's it's definitely um i mean i i hosted one the other night and it's nerve-wracking one to see who's gonna hop on because you get the usuals and then uh you get the people who are really gonna take it who the fuck knows where and uh ours the one i hosted got pretty like people got mad you know it, it, it that was the one we were talking about um um, the pitcher, the pitcher for the Dodgers, and, and we'll just leave it at that. There were some takes. Oh. Yeah, were you on that one? Possible. Oh, um, if that- it was this past weekend, that's very likely that I was. Uh, I was at about a point two five zero BAC. Nope, nope. It was me. It was me actually yesterday. I did uh, Instagram Live, and that's where uh, oh. we were talking. There were a couple dudes from space in there. That's why I was getting it mixed up. I apologize, sir. But we were talking about uh, the pitcher, and I, you know, I was taking the stance that, hey, man, you can't uncork a full fucking punch on a chick, even if she's saying, please, it'll turn me on. You know, you just can't uncork that fucking man strength fucking right hook. Like, you got to hold back, you know. It's like when you're choking a ch- – I, I, I quitted it to, like, when you're choking a girl. You got you to gotta hold back, even if when you're mad at her and you're like, I'm into this right now. You can't put the full strength into it. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta give it you gotta give it about ninety percent. Yeah, like, you get it. Yeah, you, you know. got a threshold. You got to put a governor on it. You got to put about a good solid seventy-five, and maybe you're maybe push it to eighty when you're like you're really mad at her. But other than that, it, you don't you do not go full bore. No, you can't. Have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Oh yeah. I I was gonna say you can't go full retard. Um, that's a great <laughs> fucking line, man. Um, 
Anyways, uh, just just even off that alone, man. Um, I, I got some hockey questions for you. You know, let me see here. Do you want to try to go live? Are you okay with this? Um, I've I've never tried. To... I'm good. I'm good either way. Okay. Okay. Let me let me see if I can do this easily. And if not, we'll say fuck it. I'm cool with it. Um, I just okay. want to see. Just want to see how it goes. All right. I didn't even know I was live. This thing is tricky. This thing is tricky. What's up, dude? What up, what up? All of a sudden, all of a sudden I popped on, and uh, as soon as I ended, I was on live, already connected, and there's Micheletti giving me a fucking, hey, hey, bro. I was like, God damn, that man is nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Oh, he's the fucking greatest. He's the GOAT. Um all right, man. So we were just talking on a on a video chat, kind of getting warmed up, fellas. I like it, Micheletti. We're gonna have a nice little nice little chat. This is kind of kind of what we've been hoping. Bubba, Bubba, thank you for joining, sir. Uh, Bubba, what a fucking gem you are. Um, Seth, we were just gonna get into some ho- some hockey takes here, sir. Um, just just given the last week, uh, I went over it with Micheletti. We talked about the uh, Seattle the Seattle cra- uh, whoa Seattle crack Seattle crack and draft. Um, of the expansion, uh, what what do you think of the actual NHL draft going on for for the for the Wild? Just your overall summary. Well, I thought um, I thought the Wild killed it um, again. Like they just real solid picks and guys that I think can make um, a real good impact right away on like a full. Uh, Micheletti's right on. It's another brilliant day in the NHL. It's been just insanity. Um, on a like NHL-wide level, I have major gripes with what uh, what the NHL did because of the fact that it took like five hours to finish the first round of the draft on Friday, and it took oh, wow. seven-ish, yeah, seven-ish hours for the second day. How's I that mean, happen? They're How- not gonna. They're, they're not going to cut it back because that's not their style. But for people that are covering it, we're like, "Come on, can we like can we pick this up a little bit?" I mean, that's fucking terrible. I, like, ugh, it was just like dial it, like cut it by like an hour. Yeah. Why did it take so and long? I think will be great. Just like they they did the five minute allotments, per, which is fine. Like that's not a huge deal. Um, then they had like interviews that they did with prospects in between. Like if they're gonna do shit like that, that has to happen while another team is on the clock. Okay. Like you don't create separate time for that stuff. That's why the NFL rules with the draft because all that stuff is happening while another team's on the clock. Um. 90 cabillion commercial breaks. Yep. So it's just like it's just presentation stuff. And I, I I don't know if it's because I've watched like close to 30 million movies in my life. That's an exaggerated total. But right. I just like the presentation of stuff really irks me if if league like don't give a shit about it. Like yeah, and they, and they always time it. They time it. Product it. That sorry, keeps sorry. People in. Yeah. You got to have a product that like keeps people hooked and isn't dragging on or you lose people. 
Right. And they time it out at such bad times, too, right? Like, they never make it, like, an actual great time for somebody to just be sitting on the couch and being like, oh, let's actually watch this. Um, <laughs> kind of like the NFL is instant fucking instant play. Uh, instant play for, for you know, uh, the draft picks. Uh, how how um, explosive can a draft be for for some fucking uh, NHL teams? You know, like like how how uh, how impactful right away can a draft class be? Um, you know, that's a great question. Those those top end guys can come in and perform almost immediately. Right, like uh, Connor McDavid. On, like how top level they are, but yeah, you know, on the on the wild end of things, I would say within the next. Probably the next two seasons, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Wallstead and Lambos both with the Wild within, you know, the next two years. I, I was looking at Wallstead's um, stats a little bit, yeah. and he played in like one of the best. I think it was one of the Swedish leagues. Okay, one of the best leagues that they have over there. Yep, yep. And so, if he were to come over to the AHL and play for Iowa, there were people that were saying that that's like a downgrade from the league that he is currently in. Um, The thought process, though, being for the Wild that they can get him into a ton more games uh, if they uh, they have him play at the AHL, but regardless, he's like, he's going to be a pretty high caliber starter. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not like Marc-Andre Fleury or somebody like that, but he'll be like a, he'll be a starter. He'll be a starter for the Wild when he gets here. Okay. So he's going to be he's going to be a great fit, and I feel like Lambos and even Jack Pertz both could be at worst within the next couple of seasons, like back end defenseman for the team, yeah. which they obviously need. So, so it's not going to shock me if those guys are playing within the next two, maybe three at the most years. Uh, if they're not up with the Wild, which is perfect because they don't have any fucking cap space at that point. Right, and they need to play the young guys, okay? <laughs> Plus, you can expect Rossi to be up here. Um, do you trade away Capo now um, because you can afford a cap space? Move with Capo, like somebody who might give away a player with some some contract because they need a goalie, but you can get a stud guy? Or do you keep Capo because he's cheap? I love this question, and I think I, I think I saw it on Twitter like either yesterday or today. Um, it's fascinating because I feel like you don't take Jesper Wallstead if you are convinced that Capo is your guy. Okay, yeah. I feel I feel like if you think Capo is going to be your starter uh, after Cam Talbot is done, that you don't take Wallstead because he can be. Walstead will be, I'm going to go that far, Walstead will be the guy to take over for Talbot once um, once his contract is done. Yep, so, so two more years point, on that, right? This, yeah, it, this tells me that Bill Guerin does not really think that Capo's got it. And at that point, you obviously then your next step is you want to trade him. Because he's hot. you don't want, he is, and you don't want their value to go down. Yeah. People are going to look at the year that he just had and say, holy shit. We got a we got a prospect this guy here. Shattered a bunch. Yeah, he shattered a bunch of records for this wild team from the goalie perspective. He was great. This is a guy that we should definitely, you know, take a flyer on. Yeah. And so 
for all this talk of like if we're going to get Jack Eichel, it's got to be Ross, it's got to be bold, it's got to be bold. Um, I'm starting to think that they may be able to get as part of a package a, a center that maybe not Eichel. I don't. The whole Eichel thing is is driving me nuts because yep. now it seems like it's dead, and now Vegas apparently is given an offer that is super shitty. I feel. Um, a ton of like low level guys that they're going to be able to package together and come along. Right. Okay. Michael, which just drives me nuts because I hate Vegas. Um. So now, like, I want I want it to happen again because I don't want him to go to somebody else. But there are other guys out there that I think they could package Capo, maybe another prospect and a future pick. And come away with a really good guy that's not going to cost you okay. nearly as much. They're still going to be able to contribute. So I would uh, honestly, I that that is not an avenue that I'd really explored very much. But yeah, I would be in favor of uh, at least seeing what the market is for Capo. Um, and honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Bill Guerin's already doing that. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um. All right, now now let me ask you this: Marco Rossi, not a big guy. He plays center, though, right? Um, okay. Now now how you know, Kirill, not a big guy. Um, Nico Sturm, decent enough, big guy. You know, six six foot, six foot two, six foot four, somewhere around there. Um, how important is size at center? And and can you roll into the season with with the guys we have on? And 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 who can we pick up? Um, <laughs> sorry, maybe not a big name, but who's somebody that could fill in? Uh, and and do you need a size guy, or or can you roll in with some small speed and and maybe see? Uh, can you know? Can you be tricky with Kirill? Well, that's that's a good. Uh, actually, that's a great question too, because that's that's the big thing now. Is that's going to be what teams try to do to replicate what the Lightning did? Is the Lightning are big? They were just super aggressive, and they just beat the hell out of the uh, the Canadians in the Stanley Cup final. Okay. St. Louis Blues, a very big team. And so there are teams that are going to see that and say, hey, we got to bulk up. Like, either our guys got to just start just crushing protein shakes, or we have to bring in some, uh, some bigger guys to help with that. And then you get kind of that counter. So at some point it'll be, okay, well, then we need to go all speed try to counter the all sides and right. just run just run circles around them until we get them tired and then we can beat them i i love the fact that the wilds for all of the years that i have watched the team not necessarily followed them they have been a like super slow like kind of grinded out franchise i love the fact that we are saying nope we need that speed like we got to go with the speed and so you know, they got some guys. I, I am concerned on the defensive end of the puck that we don't have more size there, more physicality, okay. because I feel like that's the perfect counter to some of these other teams that we're going to have to go up against a ton is that there's these big, bruising defensemen. But on the like on the offensive side of the puck, I, I would much rather just like run around teams and, I mean... I will go to battle with Marcus Foligno every day of the week and feel good about his chances to, like, murder people on the ice. Okay. Um, and so, like, I, I would 
I'm of the team speed camp, and so some of the guys that you know could potentially be out there. I'm real intrigued by this um, pious Suter character from the Chicago Blackhawks. 25 year old center. The Blackhawks did not extend him a qualifying offer, so he is an unrestricted free agent. Like I, I don't, I legitimately don't know like what is the red flag. Like why do you just franchise? So like it's possible that they're just doing dumb things. Yeah. Him. Hold on, man. Your uh, your internet connection's uh, fucking up here. Give me give give it one second to catch up. Ah, fuck. <coughs> we might have lost Seth. Um, hi. I don't know what the fuck to do here. I was just in the middle of an interview, and now Seth is uh, looks like he is is out. Um. I, I'm not sure what to do here. Seth was just breaking down the wild. I can't fucking do, give you anything on the wild. Um, hi, babe. It's my girlfriend's birthday. She just hopped on. Um, she'd be one of the only other people that's fucking watching right now. Hello. Uh, Seth, I'm hoping, is going to come back on, and I'm going to add Seth. So, don't hate me here. Seth, oops, send requests. I'm dying here. What's up, pal? Um... So, uh, this is Fifty Shades of Boucher. Hey, what's up, bro? I almost died. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know if that was like. I don't know if that was my Wi-Fi that crapped out or what the deal is. But I gotcha. I am, uh, happy to be back. I gotcha. Um, no, we were just breaking down the wild. I was, I was shitting my pants, not being able to talk. So, are you ready for another mask mandate? Thank you, Goose, for uh, no, switching sorry. topics here. Um, I am ready. I, uh, my girlfriend was with me. We were walking through Menards. I bought a gator two days before the mask mandate was lifted. I bought low at a good time because it was only like five bucks. Them gators were like 20 bucks at the height of the pandemic. And, uh, I'm ready to rock that gator because I know one, it doesn't matter if I wear a gator or no gator. It's fucking, the gators don't keep shit out. And two, it's the most comfy fucking thing to keep over your face. So I'm ready. I'm ready. So here's like, here's the here's the follow up to that is you know, Minnesota winters suck. I don't know why we live here, but that was a very interesting like development from this winter. Is like masks kind of keep your face warm. Yeah, yeah, but we all knew that with the little robber masks that you know no one wants to wear, but your parents made you wear when it was really cold outside. You know, or the ones that had, like, the Cyclops yeah. eye. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're like, they're like it's 60 below. You have to put something on your face. Yeah. You're like, no, I don't. Right. It, I think it's something we all inherently knew, but we were like, well, fuck it. We can't be the person who puts a mask on. You know, you're going yeah. to look like you're robbing somebody. But now, it was very convenient. It was awesome. You get a cloth mask over your face. Ooh, you, ooh, ooh. Dude, I was fucking warm <laughs> all fucking, all fucking... <laughs> All pandemic, man. Um, but that's why I'm going. I'm going Gator. Um, <laughs> it's just easier to breathe. It's gonna be the easiest thing, dude. Um, I, I think it's bullshit. 
Um, I'm not not trying to be that guy. Goose brought it up, so we'll just we'll, you know we'll break into the questions every now and again. This is the first time I've done an Instagram live and actually successfully done it while recording. So um, who knows, man? Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be fun to be able to a- answer questions throughout the podcast. But uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. I won't go into it. I'm not vaccinated, so. I mean, I'm I'm probably one of these assholes who fucking is reason why or whatever the fuck. Blame Delta, blame me. I, it is what it is, but um, I don't know. I, I'll wear the mask, though. I'm not afraid to fucking say we'll put it back on. So, I don't know. Whatever. Gay fucking take for the podcast. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, Seth. It's all good. As we were talking earlier, not everyone on Instagram Live knew. I don't know if my girlfriend's still watching, but I said this is an interesting foreplay podcast that we're having here, um, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Seth, what what have you been up to, man? Other than uh, po- you're, you're doing podcasts, I see right now you're on everything. Um, you're tweeting out shit that you're on the show left and right. Um, what else are you up to, man? What, what do you do? I mean, you know, uh, how, how'd you get into all this, by the way, too? You also, you also work for a radio station, correct? Yeah, I, uh, I work for a radio station down in southwestern Minnesota, KLGR Radio. Um, and, you know, it's like, it's just, it's crazy to have been a person who was like, it'd be sweet to, uh, it'd be sweet to be part of like the media and, and cover a team um, full time. But I, I could never do that. Like that. I was that person um, back kind of when I first got into it, I was like, there's no way I can do this. Like you gotta be, you know, you gotta be on the top of your game to, uh, to be able to, to, um, you gotta be on, on the top of your game to fire off takes yeah. uh, about a particular franchise. Uh, especially one that you watch like for fun, and yeah, for sure. I look back, and that was probably, jeez, probably ten years ago by now. And uh, to be at a point where I can daily elite throw in by goose. Uh, um, yes, it is. To be at a point, to be at a point where I can, um, you know talk about what a team is doing, react to what a team is doing, react to games, yeah. react to trades, react to free agent signings. Like, it's it's amazing. Like, I just, I'm having a hell of a time doing it. Hell yeah. But that is, like, a, it's a side gig for me at this point. Like, I, I have my regular full-time gig that I do uh, in which I do pretty much all things radio-related. Okay. But this has been, for me, this has been a very slow burn to get to this point and i i would say i'm probably at the pinnacle of my sports content right now um it took me a while to get here like it's it's all about just putting stuff out there for people some stuff you're not going to get any reaction from some stuff people are going to hate yeah some stuff people are going to really like and it is about putting out a variety finding the thing that people like that you do the most right and just you know hitting the nail over and over and over and over and over and you know when i first started doing these these locked on episodes it was pretty much just me talking and reacting to stuff you know breaking down games people listened but i didn't get the sense that people really 
liked it. Right. And so I went back to what I've been doing every stop that I've been at, every podcast I've done. You just find some people that you can have a good time with, and you bring them on over and over and over and over and over. For sure. And you take what happens there, and you just turn it into an episode, and people just seem to love it. So I'm just like, I'm just at this point where I'm like, I think I know what I need to do, and now it's a matter of just keeping keeping it going. Like, yeah. Inevitably, at some point this off season, Kirill Kaprizov will sign his extension. Kevin Fiala will sign his extension. The Wild will get somebody big in free agency, and you know, there's a way there's a way to slant that that will not make people roll their eyes and uh, and tune you out. Like, right. It's all about finding that, and when you hit that rhythm. Just keep playing the greatest hits. How how often do you feel uh, people I- interject their idea onto your show? You know, um, I, I, you know, how often do people tell you, you know what their thoughts are on, on how you should run things? You know, that's fascinating. Um, locked on, I feel I've been really good about trying to say play up your strength. And it's been, in terms of content, it hasn't necessarily been like, here's stuff that you should cover. A lot of the stuff that I've been told to tweak has been more so like procedural. Okay. And so it has been, it's been really great to be able to just say, hey, try, you know, try whatever. If it works, you found, like you found a bit. If it doesn't work, just move on to the next thing. But I think locked on, and not to say the previous podcast, I haven't had this freedom, but this is a spot where I truly feel like I can talk about whatever I feel like. Okay. And can just turn it into my own thing without people being like, you know, I don't think you should cover that angle, or I think you should talk about this instead of this. Right. Like, it's, all, it's, it's more so just been like, here are the keys, just go get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. Um, do, do you, uh, fuck what, you know what? Fuck it. I won't, I won't take it that serious. Um, <coughs> God damn. I have fucking asthma. This goddamn smoke from the fucking trees. Honestly, good question for Seth. Whom does he, uh, think is the best goaltender in wild history? I'll, let me, let me go for it. Wow. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little out of the box here. Um, oh God, now that's gonna make my take seem stupid. Dubnik, uh, is it Dubnik? I was gonna say at his peak when we acquired him, I had never seen a goalie play that way in a Wild uniform. He went on a pretty good stretch, right? When we first got Dubnik, he went he on was, a hell of a fucking run. He was insane. Yeah. He was insane, but if you're talking, like, if we're talking longevity, um, if we're talking, like, full body of work, I'm going Backstrom. Yeah. Okay, Backstrom. Gotcha. And longevity and all that, for sure, for sure. I get you. Yeah. If we're talking, if we're talking, like, win you a game, like, win you one game, I'm taking Dubnik. Now, uh, now, how how does uh, Talbot's season this past season rank up with that? Because you know him, him or uh, him and Capo. I mean, as as um, 
was this one of the better goaltending seasons the Wild have ever had, just based on the two guys we had between the posts? Um, so this is fascinating because, and I, I feel like I've said that like 30 times, but that's kind of one of my wheelhouse. I say things are insane, so no worries, man. <laughs> um, I feel like Capo's numbers were extremely hollow. Okay. And that might be that might come off as a super blunt assessment of what he did because obviously you look at his overall body of work, he was great. But he gave up like I think he gave up he had one game against St. Louis where he gave up like nine goals. Yeah. That sucks. He got killed by Colorado. Those are the teams like those are the teams that you worry about. Those are the teams you need to pay attention to. Yeah, cool, awesome shutout against the Arizona Coyotes or awesome game giving up only one goal against the San Jose Sharks. Those teams sucked. Yeah. Like, those were the bottom four in the division. And so, yes, awesome for beating up on bad teams, but in the games where it mattered, Capo was not really that good. Yeah. And so I think a lot of what we saw from this wild team was taking advantage of a favorable schedule. And not to say that, like, Talbot had great games against some really tough, like, the, the top-end teams. Yeah. And Capo, Capo did, too. But I just think both of their numbers come down a bit if we have, like, the normal 82-game NHL schedule against yeah, the, the entire league. Yep. I think the numbers for both of them come back down a little to normal Yeah. as opposed to just the insanity that we saw from both. So I, it, they, they put up good numbers, but part of that was just hollow production against bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, all right, all right, enough hockey, enough hockey. Um <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I can't. I, I don't know if I got any more good takes for you. I feel like you've said good question, and I feel like I'm gonna run out of good questions by you. It's all good, man. <laughs> um, one of my one of my favorite parts about just my content journey in general is that I do not take things super seriously at all. And so I like contrary to what many may believe, I I do have lots of interests out of the sport of puck. And so, you know, I am uh, I'm fully versed in just about everything except for recreational drug use. I don't have really any experience in that area. Right. I can believe but, that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've tried ecstasy a few times. You know, who, who hasn't? I mean, you know what? Some people like to go on a weird journey. Sometimes, sometimes you end up making plays for your ninth grade football team, and uh, sometimes people go to a fucking rave. You know, some people are different. Um... <laughs> Um, actually, the first play I made up actually went for a touchdown all by accident. But I was like, wow, that fu- I can't believe that fucking shit worked. But also the same reason why I only made it one season and then uh, never fucking never did that shit again. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Seth, we do we do spaces and uh, we like to drink on the spaces. There, There's occasional, um, um, you know, uh, spirits being 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 drank. What's uh? What's your drink you. of choice? Ooh, okay. So this is there's a I have a very nuanced answer to this, and you know, 
look at me, fancy words, that must be the makers. Um, if it's during the week, if it's like a during the week space, I like to go with more of like hard alcohol. During the I'm, week? If I'm tipping back, because then I kind of get to where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to have one, and uh, that's going to be plenty. Okay. If it's If it's a Friday or Saturday space, I'm ripping Bush Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light. No, you're compounding um, them. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not going for taste in those instances. It's uh, it's more so the quantity, not the quality. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. See, that's the thing about like, I, see, I had a couple grain belts today, and then I had a, a couple loggers. And I was like, God, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. This is a good little mix here. And then I came home and I immediately had a couple vodka seltzers. The headaches came. I don't know if it's the mixture of the alcohols, the fact that it's so fucking hot. But before I go to bed, I'm definitely pounding a good fucking amount of water here. You know, at least two waters. Um, I'll wake up pissing. You know, with the, I'll, I'll wake up to that consequence over a fucking, uh, extremely fucking, you know, bad headache. Um, your thoughts about being so obsessed with the Vikings that you'd pay to watch them practice. Um, <laughs> all right, Goose, I have not done that. Um, I do think people are fucking insane to, to go watch a team practice. Um, is that what they've done? I thought they used to do free tickets. You just has to, you used to have to do like a lottery system on Vikings.com or something like that, right? Now they make you pay? Um, yeah, that has... I feel like that has kind of gone back and forth. Um, was it two years ago that they had, right when TCO opened, they did free tickets, but I think in the past it's always been like a pay thing. Okay, so maybe the um, inaugural season they, they released the fee and said, fuck it, come in. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, this is, I have weird, I have weird takes on this because I feel the same way about this that I feel... Um, about people that go out of their way to get autographs. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not somebody that does either of those things. Yeah, fuck maybe that. Maybe it's because, maybe it's because I have so much time, like, in the media area. Yep. That you get that access with players sometimes that you don't really feel like you need it. But, I don't know, it's just, like... If if I was not a media member, I don't think there's any way that I would pay to go watch training camp. Like, I don't think that's something I would ever even consider. Yeah, there's nothing you get out of it other than being a super rube. And... Right! The fact that, like, Goose is, is in the comments, 20 bucks a day. 20 bucks a fucking day, yeah. man. I mean, who the that's fuck... Insane. Who the fuck wants to watch grown men who aren't even going to be on the team practice like that for 20 bucks? Like, you can get into a... I mean, okay, I'll give you this, though. Preseason games. Preseason games are fucking so high. Like, I think I had an ex-girlfriend pay 360 bucks for two fucking front row tickets to a fucking preseason game. I mean, outrageously, I would never pay the shit. But I took the fucking gift. I wasn't dumb. You know, I said, fuck it. You know, the old man was dying. I was like, this is, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance here. I fucking, I, you know... Fuck, I, I couldn't, I couldn't not go, but I would almost, I was almost mad that anybody would pay 360 bucks for two preseason tickets. Fuck that. 
Exactly. And like Goose is saying, watching grown men run around in shorts, you don't even know if half those motherfuckers are going to be on the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's So I'll, I'll say the one instance in which I think preseason football is okay, and this is what I did to initially go to um, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. We went... I went with my, my family, my parents and my brother, to a preseason, I think it was a week four preseason game, yeah. strictly to see the stadium. Yep, yeah, like, yeah walk around for in, sure. Yeah, take advantage, take advantage of cheap tickets to go in, walk around the stadium, watch the starters play for like two drives, Yeah, and then after that it was, it was straight up like, ooh, that looks like a cool vantage point, let's go check it out. That, that was, I feel like that's the only instance where you really need to, uh, to do preseason football. Like, if you're sitting there with, like, a notepad and you're saying, like, okay, let's let's lock down this wide receiver three competition. I need to see some things from Ola B.C. Johnson today. Like, do that from your couch, my guy. You yeah. don't need to spend money to go see this in person. Right, and to, to clap at fucking drills. It's like, what the fuck do you care? Is this your high school kid? Are you are you Booby Miles' dad? Or uncle, <laughs> uncle to, fucking thing? I need, to see, I need to see his three-cone technique. It's like, no, you don't. No. No, and 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 to be honest, it that's so you can go back to work and be like, I saw, I saw this guy. I think he's gonna be fucking like. It's all bullshit. Like, you know, guys who fucking go there to get paid don't want to go there to watch dudes run around in fucking shorts. You know, and and it's not. It's I'll bet you training camp back in the day when NFL dudes did the fucking Oklahoma drill. I'll bet you that kicked fucking ass to watch on training camp. You know what I'm saying? Not now. Right. Not them pussyfoot with each other and play fucking each other's fourth string defense, you know. <coughs> yeah, I I don't get it and you know, every sport is like that where you have people that um, Har- Hardos. Like, yeah, Hardo fans. It's like just, just watch it. Like, no, you can get it on TV. You don't have to spend money to park. Right. You don't have to spend money for the tickets. You don't have to spend money for food and whatever else you decide to get while you're there. Now they are making down at TCO like like a real like a real kind of touristy tra- uh, attraction, right? Like they have a bunch of fucking stores out there now, like right across the street, aren't they? Like they're really trying to build hotels and all that shit. I mean, is that more of a draw too? Like, I mean. I don't know. I guess I'm not going to spend 20 bucks a day, you know, uh, and 20 bucks a ticket if I bring my family and then go shopping and fucking spend on a hotel. Like, why? Why? I, I Yeah. Although although I'll almost give you this. Once once you get inside the stadium, sure the stadium is immaculate, but I'd rather be where TCO is for a fucking football game than fucking Minneapolis, like right outside the Valspar fucking building. Get out of here. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I have not been to a football game in a couple of years, uh, mainly because it's fun to just, like, it's fun to just throw some, like, game food together at your own house or apartment, throw some shit together, grab a couple of, uh, 
grab a couple cold ones, post some stuff on Instagram that you don't remember the next day. Jesus, that, Goose. That's a fun vibe. Because then you don't have to worry about people in front of you being obnoxious yeah. or whatever else or watching in person a team lose 40 to 10. You don't have to worry about any of that. If, like, if the Vikings are getting killed on a Sunday when I'm watching, I can flip to the other game or I'll just do something else. Right. Likely I'm just going to drink more than I was. Right. But, like, uh, if you're there, if you're there, you're committed to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, you should be at least for sure. Um, what are you? What's your take on showing up to a sporting event fucked up? <laughs> um, so I, I have I have a couple of stories about this. Ooh, um, hold yeah. on, hold on. Can we? Can we? Uh, we don't have to pause. I just need more to drink. I, they, I had to put my drinks in the freezer because I'm a pussy and my refrigerator doesn't cool them fucking hard enough for me give me like two seconds here on a blank uh plug your podcast there's only one fucking person um we're recording anyways though plug your fucking podcast um plug everything again i just just because uh it's a moment of silence and who knows you know i'm I'm sorry uh give me one second here sure man um yeah as as mentioned as the host of locked on wilds you can find episodes monday through friday every day um, just look for Locked on Wild wherever you listen. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, we're on a couple of other ones as well. We're on basically any that exists. And so just look for Locked on Wild at any of those outlets. Uh, we also post stuff to social media, Locked on Wild on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So we're, we're just trying to keep you as up to date as possible with Minnesota Wild News, and uh, we, like I said, we do so pretty much every outlet that exists. Uh, interesting note, and uh, I'm maybe breaking some mild amount of news here. YouTube is coming soon, so you're going to get to see my ugly mug with every episode of Lockdown Wild. Just have to iron out um, when that's going to happen, but yeah. YouTube. Um, Locked on, locked on wild coming to YouTube at some point in the uh, the near future. I, I think we are getting the ability to go down to three episodes a week. Ooh, I love that can. I am a sucker for good cans yep. for beers. It feels uh, good in your hand. Like if I'm if I'm browsing and I don't have something in particular that I'm looking for, and I see a great can, I'm like, you know what? You have just got my business. <laughs> I think that's how Cold Snacks got a fucking huge shout-out for about a week there. <laughs> Party Mark. <laughs> that can that can is pretty badass, though. I mean, not that I'm drinking it right now, but you got to get it cold. But uh, we said we said that'd be an awesome fucking shirt. Ooh, I'm cracking. I'm cracking. My voice is that fucking dry. I just, I just popped like I'm a fucking 13-year-old. Goddamn. Um, all right. So, so all right, see... So um, did did you get to you? Did you tell the stories of getting fucked up at games yet, or no? No. Okay. No, I did not. All right. I, all right. I wanted to save them so that you could, uh, could drink, relish. Drink and listen. Yes, I love this. All right, partake, sir. Go on. No. I don't know if people. I don't know if people know this. Um, I'm a St. Cloud State Husky alum. I'm a dropout. Yes, sir. 
Go Huskies, woo. Ooh. And one of the only events that I ever went to in my Huskies tenure were Husky hockey games. Okay. And with, with its proximity to downtown, uh, can cause some problems. For sure, for sure. To where, to where you are doing shots at, uh, well, back then it was McRudy's. Right. So would you walk? Doing, so would you walk from like from Herb Brooks Arena down Fourth to the bars? So we would start. We would start downtown. Okay. And then go to the game. Um, I had a group that uh, a group of friends from work that loved like I did to just get after it pretty much every night of the week. We were pretty solid Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Um, going downtown and I mean I was living at home at the time so it's not like I was paying rent or anything it was just all going to having a good time and oh, what shit. better way to experience college than that right very true so, very true Van Wilder one one particular night we started downtown at McRudy's where we were going to the Husky hockey game that night and I and this was at like this is at probably I don't know. I think it was like the seven o'clock game, so we got there at about five thirty. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't remember the game. Ooh. See, that's like, my that's my big fear. Such. We had such a good time at McRudy's that I do not remember any portion of the game or the rest of the night. And from what I was told, we were getting after it till like four a.m. <sighs> How was the hangover? It was awful. It lasted, and this was this was probably when I was like twenty four. Yep. So you should be um, in the midst of not having hangovers. Yeah, right in my prime. It lasted the entire next day and into the next day, and I was like, I was throwing up. Oh. Um, really couldn't get out of bed. Bed, but like, I woke I woke up the next day and I was like, wow, early night, huh? <laughs> like. No, not really. Like you were, you were basically leading the entire. Like you were leading chance at the Husky game, um, leading us downtown after the game. I'm like, I don't remember any of that. Yuck! That sucks. So like, yeah, autopilot for autopilot for basically twelve hours. Oh, that's fucking tough, man. Did you get scared? Did, did yeah, it was, uh, that was a little bit of like a, oh, like, geez, that's not great. Like an aftershock, yeah, of being like, ooh, that's not great. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not the best fucking decision I've ever made. Yeah, like, maybe don't do that again. But, yeah. you know, at that point in your life, you feel invincible. So it's like, well, why not? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That's how uh, I've, I've talked a few times about roofing myself down in Minneapolis. But it's not really roofing myself. I just walked out of a bar. And uh, a dude yelled, hey, man, I got bars, five for 25. And I was like, bars? Okay, Xanax. I was like, all right, well, I got $5. So I bought one little fucking blue pill. And everyone I talked to says, Xanax aren't little blue pills. And I went, oof. Oof. I went, okay. I went, all right, well, that's fucked. But all I remember is going like this. I remember seeing it in my hand. I went, and then I went, oh, I should tell somebody I took that. And I didn't tell anybody I took that. And then I fucking was, like, walking around Minneapolis trying to find my hotel. I remember seeing my hotel, and then the lights just go, and I wake up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, dude, like, the amount of things that could have happened. I could have got my ass beat. I could have fucking got robbed. I could have not found my hotel and just been walking around Minneapolis fucked up on some pill I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... Like, you had... So, I I like to use this... I I like to use this analogy. I don't know why, but it just... It it is... You've seen the movie Get Out, right? No. Oh, Get Out. Get out. Um, uh, is that the the, the black movie? Yeah, it's the, I'm not it's the black guy who is with the white family, and it's like a horror movie. That's the one where black where where white people want to be black people. Yep. Yep. Okay, go on. So the part the part where the mom does the thing with the tea, and he's sitting in the chair, and all of a sudden he like falls through into just like this just nothing space. Yeah. That's like that's like though where you can you know you can like see your body, but at the same time it's like you can't really do anything about it. Yeah, you're just like, okay, what? This is weird. Like somebody is piloting the controls, but not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, that's a terrible feeling, man. So, so see, that's why I, I never got into like getting hammered and going to a game. I liked having some beers. You know, I went to this. Uh, my high school team went to, or the high school I went to went to state like four years after I graduated, and a bunch of us showed up and we went to the bar, you know, beforehand. And you're like 22. Yeah. <laughs> that was maybe the highlight of me getting drunk. I went to a few basketball games, you know. I drank, uh, these were the South Dakota versions of Four Loco. They were called Juices. And Juices were fucking disgusting. But they were same size as a Four Loco. And you would drink one can and you were drunk. Like, drunk. Two cans, you were mistakenly gonna be fucked up. Three cans? Dead man. My buddy did five cans in one oh, night God. once, right? He, essentially, he did five locos out of a out of a beer chug. You know, the ones that have the funnel, so you can either drink it like a cup or you can funnel them. He he did not do well that night. Once he hit the fifth, he was like, "I hit five juice." Like it was all oh, passed God. out by that point. Yeah, you're blacked out. But this was this was when drinking excessive amounts of alcohol was okay. And now, I see kids putting the straw in the fucking, like, bottle of booze. Or they have the device that, like, takes out the bubble. So, like, you can just straight shotgun a fucking regular bottle of Jack. It's like, fuck you, you crazy bastards. You guys are all fucking insane. You know, the thing the thing that I've learned in my um, very old age. Yeah. This, this proved very well 4th of July weekend is, like... If you want to, if you want to get after it, just slow your pace down a little bit. Yeah. To where you're not like you're not just dummying an entire like mixer or or yeah, for sure. Beer or whatever, or like dial it back. Like we had a really good friend of mine. And we were drinking basically the entire weekend. And, like, I never I never had any issues with, like, passing out or any hangover. And, like, we went to a bunch of bars. Like, we were drinking during the day. We went to um, this really fancy, like, tasting room and had cigars with drinks yeah. one of the nights. Yeah. So getting after it, like, 
really good. But I just, like, I just slowed my pace down a little bit. And, like, every day I'd wake up and be like, I feel fine. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, have you been to a bachelor party in your life? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. A couple of them. Do you frown upon the guy taking a nap if you've been day drinking at a bachelor party? If, okay, it, dep- it depends. So if we're talking, if we're talking like a full, like weekend, like marathon type thing. Yeah. I do not. Because at that point, you are, like, you're in it for the chaos. You're in it for trying to, you know, trying to extend the party as long as possible. Yep. If it's, like, if it's a time thing where if it's, like, you're going out for dinner and then you're going out to clubs after that, like, you're going full bore. Yep. That's just, like, that's just how I've always approached it. It's, like, if you're... um if you're in, like, if you're in it for a weekend or something where there's going to be a lot of time spent, like, yeah, go ahead. Go say, you know what, I need to recharge the batteries for a couple hours. I'll be back. I mean, I'll probably give you some lighthearted shit. Yes, yes. That I can understand, but... Same, sorry, go on. Yeah. But if, like, if you're, if you're going out to dinner at, like, 7, and then you're going downtown after that, and you got people that are not able to hang... For that amount of time. Oh, that's bad. That's when that's when things get dicey. Yeah. No. See, what I'm talking about is you start drinking Friday Friday morning, or Friday afternoon. You drink all Friday night. You wake up. You start drinking Saturday, and then by like fucking four o'clock, you need to fucking pass out again. Like just for a little bit, just just to reset for Saturday night. Just just so you can fucking you know function. And and as I get older, I don't I don't give a shit if you sleep. I don't give a fuck. But it used to be such a big deal, like oh you pussy, you can't hang. It's like fuck. I'd ra- I'd rather have you sleep now than sleep at ten o'clock. And now fucking right. we gotta fuck with you as we're all drunk as shit. You know, like and that's the other thing. Did you ever fuck with dudes when you were drunk? Um, you know I was I've always been one of the first to. I, I have a really large tendency to go, like, from zero to 100, and then when I've hit my limit, like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I, do, I do the Irish goodbye, and I just am gone. So, I, like, I have been one who has had, like, my shit moved, where I wake up the next day and I don't know where anything is, but I usually am... I usually am out or too out of it to assist with any of that myself. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I, uh, like in the time, in the time that I am like with the group and, uh, and getting after it, like I am, I try to be one of, or the life of the party in that time. So it's like, you know, you give 110% of what you've got during that time. And then after that, I'm like, I have nothing left. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got it all, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna curl up here on the floor and call it night. Right. I've got a bachelor party coming up here, and uh, you know, I'm 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 dude, I got a baby. I'm fucking tired. I'm working all the time. It's like <laughs> I will inevitably be fucking trying to fall asleep, 
at this bachelor party. Like, it does not matter. Like, I, I cannot help it. But I will be the first one to encourage everybody by 8 a.m. to have a couple fucking drinks in them. You know, like, y that's why you bring citrusy wa seltzers because that's a great wake-up, dude. That's a, that's a hell of a wake-up. An easy yep. drink and you get some booze in you, you know? Um, I, dude, I'm going to be bringing like fucking Bomba juice up my ass. Like if I can find enough 12 packs of it, if not, it's samplers and I'll have to pick and choose which ones I want, but it's going to be a good weekend. You know, um, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, the one thing I'm worried about is, is dudes after it and you don't have to deal with, you don't have to deal with the variable of like people that you don't necessarily know kind of coming into the group. Yeah. And creating, like, unintentional kind of drama to the whole thing where it's like, oh, such and such person has kind of started to talk shit, so we're going to have to deal with this. It's like, right. everybody's just in it to have a good time. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I mean, I mean, like, the whole point of it is to get fucked up, right? Like, I love getting fucked up with a bunch of dudes. Like, there's nothing better than waking up if you were drinking the night before and you can all be around each other, like, still laying in bed. It's like when you were a kid and you start just talking about the funniest shit you can think of, like going to bed and all that. Like, dude, yep. Like it is so fucking good to be, like, uh, to just be laughing with the dudes. But like, yeah, man, it's it's nothing worse though when like you're trying to go to bed and people fucking with you and like, uh, you know, oh, come in there and they fucking like try to put shit on your lips and whatnot. Put fucking like, you know, some dudes get weird and put their nuts on your fucking shoulder like i've always been the guy who's like i will respect you go to fucking sleep i don't care don't fuck with me please please don't fuck with me like i don't want to wake up trying to think about shooting somebody yeah there if you if you do something that ends up waking me up inevitably there will be retaliation and you're not gonna like it yeah like murder like i'm 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 seriously not of like the fan of like i'm gonna freak out and yell and give you that attack like, I'm going to wait until you fall asleep and hopefully just kill you. Like, I, I yeah. just want to be left alone when I'm sleeping. Like, that's the worst. And then people people think you're kidding and they look on your phone and you're Googling how to dispose of body. Right. Like, oh, wait, no, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> how can I set somebody's camper on fire and not lead it right back to my fucking, you know, <laughs> my shit? Um, no, man. It's, and, and, like, that was the one thing I hated about being, like, a, a young teenager at a fucking sleepover. Like, all these hornied up dudes who don't know where to take it. No one's beaten off yet. And so everybody's fucking with each other. And I think I have, like, a, a fucking fear of it. Because I stopped going to them, man. Like, I wouldn't go to random people's houses. Only because I didn't know how you act at night. Like, you know, you go to school. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to all of a sudden be sleeping and have you slap me. And I, grew, I had enough... Yeah. I had enough friends who thought that shit was funny because they saw Jackass once or twice, and it's like, fuck you. That's all it takes, too, and then it's just ingrained in your mind, and you're like, hey, he's asleep. Wouldn't it be funny if we did it? I and like, you're people at that age, like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna say no. Like, they're gonna fully instigate. Right. And then you just you lead to a situation where you get somebody who like has gone like so many so many years later has worked a full week and is just looking forward to like an uninterrupted night of sleep and you interrupt that and that's how like that's how serial killers are going. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not fucking wrong, man. <laughs> that's how I start getting Jeffrey Dahmer thoughts is, is I just fucking I can't take <laughs> it anymore. Um 
uh, all right, so we got past uh, bachelor parties. We got past sleepovers as kids, drinking at football games. Uh, or drink, sorry, not football games. I only assume football games in my in my favor. Drinking at sporting events. Um, what else here? Uh, what did you uh, when you got out of high school? What did you think you were gonna do? What What was your big plan? What was your uh, What was your uh, What was your What was your thinking? What was your process of like uh, how you'd be as an adult? I had no idea. Um, oh no, shit! I had this. I had this plan that was not super well put together. Like I was, I was in orchestra in high school. Yeah. And as far as I got in my plan was, I was going to go into this, you know, private school up north. I was going to play in the orchestra, and I was just going to see how far that got me. And it very quickly turned to, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And so I pivoted completely out of that and uh, found radio. I had always enjoyed listening to, like, twin games on the radio and shit. Okay. And just decided, like, hey, this would be really fun to try to do. Like, I like talking. Um, I like when people ask sports questions, being able to try to answer them in a way that makes sense. Yeah. And so I was like, "Hey, why don't I? Why don't I just try this and see where I get with it?" And so you go from an extremely private school um, up in Moorhead in Concordia, which was very expensive, to St. Cloud State, which was not and was public, and was more of a party school. Oh Wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it pivoted, and it seemed like things just started to line up to where it's like, okay. If we're going to really make this work, got to find a job at a station. Done. Got to find a full-time job at a station. Done. Got to find something that separates you from everybody else. Done. Okay. And now, I'm at the point with it, and, like, it's crazy that this all started, like, almost, it's probably closer to 12 years at this point. And this whole time being like I just need like I need to find something to do that's gonna like get noticed somebody's gonna like find out about it and then get your big break to getting to the point where you are like damn I might have found it um it's like it's crazy how stuff just kind of lines up and you know, that's why I've kind of just been going as full bore as I have because yeah, I feel like it's close to where something big could be just out of reach, just waiting there and could lead to an opportunity that I've been building this entire time to try to get. Right. I got you. Dude, uh, not to break, not to break that up. That's fucking awesome. Um, you, uh, don't don't let me fucking break that off. I just can't believe Bubba just said I'm taking a shit. Um, <laughs> what a what a fucking comment that I just came across there. Um, no, Bubs, dude, that Bubs is an Bubs is an absolute unit. By oh, the way, he for, is he is just an A plus person. Oh, he's a gem. Um, no, dude, I completely understand that. You know, I never I never thought I'd be in a podcast. I found podcasts. Um, you know, in this in the fuck. 
<laughs> I found podcasts in, in 2014, 2013, somewhere around there. And, I mean, it's consumed my life ever since. Um, I had a couple of friends that it sounded like a great idea to start a podcast with. And then, you know, that's where it, it kind of molded into to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Um, I, I don't play well, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm much better about meeting new people than people consistently knowing me because those, those people didn't want to podcast with me anymore. So, um, I, who knows? Maybe I'm just destined to meet guests and, and have them only meet me like every couple months and, uh, keep breaking people up like that way. But, uh, no, I'm just giving you shit, but, um, all right, man. Uh, so, so you, you know, you, you don't have a plan, um, you said you know you kind of found you found this you feeling comfortable with this and and and, and how you fallen into it and, and been able to work work your way into a successful spot. Um, what's next, man? What what are you looking to do? What are you looking to to where are you looking to finish at, or, or are you there? You know, I I got to a point, and I won't uh, I won't get into it super well because i don't want to pull the vibe down yeah here, no, but you're fine, you're you know sure. it's, it's stuff i've talked about in spaces before um march and april were not march and april specifically were not on for me from a content perspective to where i started to look at potentially get it getting out of it entirely yeah um you know stuff happens stuff that you have worked really hard at disappears Oh God! Another great can elite. Um, Tasteful stuff that you're too. working at really hard disappears or is taken away from you. Opportunities and doors um, close that you had thought would lead to great opportunities. And so there was a point where I seriously took a look at just getting out of the industry entirely and just trying to do something else. Um, that's the one thing that I would caution people at and I think people that get into this business know it Yeah, um, it is it's a lot of long hours it's a lot of thankless stuff that you do and it's a lot of just hearing people bitch about the things that you put out there because people are not shy about putting their opinions out on the internet because they can hide behind things that aren't necessarily truly them and so you get to where you hear that your you know your podcast sucks or your article that you wrote is awful why do you do this and that stuff like it takes a toll and um there was a there was a while where i thought you know maybe i should just do something where i don't have to hear that all the time but i i think i I got back into it enough to where I'm like, you know, this is, I think this is still the goal. Yeah. To try to do this for a living is to cover a team for a living and put content out there, interact with the, cause you know, as, as many of the bad, stupid people that we have to deal with, like there are still examples of people that come up to you just in random or send you messages in random and just rave about the stuff that you're doing. And that, you know, puts energy back in the tank yeah and so for sure i finally got back to the point where i was like you know i still want to do this i still have stuff to contribute to this um I, I still have stuff to contribute to the media landscape the minnesota media landscape and so um 
that I'm hoping ends up being with Locked On and leads into something further because, you know, I do want to, I, I would love nothing more than to be able to just put my full energy into covering a team, win or lose, and uh, be able to try to, you know, try to see a team in this state win a championship for the first time. In, yeah, and be God, covering it for sure. For sure, man. Fuck yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I like that too. You know, there, there are times that I struggle with knowing where to go with this podcast because there's just guests that sometimes I, I could get a guest and I go, I don't know, I'm not interested. You know, even even people who are recommended. And I'm not a big enough show to turn down people, but I am hopefully smart enough to know that I can't do a podcast that I'm not interested in. You know what I'm saying? That, like, I don't, I don't. It, it, I've I've tried being like I could care about that. It's like nope. It, it, I know it's gonna come across as me just going, uh yeah man that's that's fucking terrible like uh, you know or some other shit where it's like ah and, and I've tried them and and you know sometimes sometimes fate took over and the podcast never recorded and I've gone oh shit uh like I've never felt good about that you know wasting anybody's time but there are times where I've been like. I'm kind of glad I don't have to post that. Like that, that was gonna be fucking terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not a shit on anybody, but it's like uh, For sure. sometimes I've just made the wrong move and and said that I wanted to do a guest that I have no fucking business doing a get. You know, being with because I, I don't well, give a fuck. And that's like that's the biggest thing that I have found from listeners is that if you are if you're genuine about something that you're covering if you're genuine with the guest that you have on if you're having a good time right um if you're having a good time for an episode you don't necessarily cover anything like groundbreaking people people enjoy that but if you are if you're half-assing it and you are like not fully into what you're discussing yeah yeah for sure figure that out very quickly too and that's when people like will listen to the first i don't know how long of, of a show and they don't like what they hear, and so that's when people are like, I'm I can't go find something else. Yeah, I can't listen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm the same way. If it, if it seems dis if it seems disingenuous or it seems forced, I, I'm almost out immediately. If if I find a couple of people or you know a group or a person like there, are, it's it's crazy to me there. are people that are able to do this like by themselves and i guess i technically am part of that at least for now but if i find somebody that makes me laugh and have a good time if i find two people that are having a conversation that is super engaging at a level that i can understand about like a team or a sport yeah i am way more inclined to listen to that than somebody who's just going to look at a computer screen and read off stats yep and read from a script like if you're having a conversation i could see myself having in a bar with a friend yeah like i am a hundred percent going to listen to that because that's the stuff that like that's the genuine stuff any of the other stuff people can tell and they move on very quickly right for sure for sure man i i uh fuck <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I'm I'm sitting now. I'm I'm, I'm doing the the Rolodex of fucking guests here. Where I'm going, God damn it, that was a bad call. That was a bad call. And it's not even a guess, you know, that I released. It's more or less the podcast I never did. You know, just just knowing yeah. I I can't fucking do this. Um, let me go with this. And we'll end this up here, man. Um, what uh, uh, 
what is it going to take for you to get to move closer? Hopefully not on the west side, you know, more more east side, more <laughs> north. You know, you can get, come up closer to Anoka so we can get you on as a regular guest in studio. Um, I, I, what do we got to do here to get you to move down? And, and why two hours away? Is that where you've always been from? And uh, and and would you want to come down to Minneapolis, given how fucked up Minneapolis is lately? Um. So originally, I'm from St. Cloud. Yep. Born and raised. So obviously, that's half the distance. That's that's all. That's substantially closer than I currently am. This was just. This was the first job that I found. That was full time in radio, and so. Gotcha. It's um, it was a situation where I was like, you know, I got to take what I can find. For sure, for sure. And if I'm being fully honest, I have been down here a lot longer than I thought I would be. Okay. And so now, it's about finding something different, and um, just finding something that allows for more opportunity to do things, meet people. Um, yeah. And it's either like a job further into the media landscape or something that is fun that then allows me more free time to explore some of that creative space. So okay. I have been on the job hunts for a, a little while, pretty heavily. And so it's just going to be a matter of fit. And then when I find something that I like, yeah. then it will be, can I find something? somewhere to live that is in that same area or close and then at that point you are like driving distance to right. anything around the cities right will it be minneapolis i don't know probably not right for I would sure i like to think i'm more of a suburbs suburbs guy myself but urban sprawl honestly yep, it's yep. just it yeah it's gonna come down to a job in that area first like i'm trying to be very like deliberate with this domino falls, like the job domino falls first. Okay. Finding a place to live and then go from there. I got you. Goose asked, what would it take for Seth to move near 38th in Chicago? I'm assuming that's a rough spot. uh, I do it for a million and a half a year. And and a job covering, covering the wild. Yes. Okay. Right on. I I do it. I do it then because then I could theoretically, like build myself a bunker and uh, just live in a panic room essentially see given the rent if i can keep the rent if i can keep a rent the rent that i keep at a place in anoka on 38th in chicago all i would want is like three grand a month and to not have to show my pp online and uh hopefully hopefully that would get me out of like you know that would be sufficient for me not to have to fucking you know if if it got me to live there and that that's the amount of money I made, a million and a half beers sold. No, I think a million and a half uh, doll hairs, doll hairs, rupos, r- rupees. There you go, half beers Go- for sure. It's goose is uh, goose is speaking my language. Beers. All right, I got you, man. Uh, what's your what's your favorite beer? And that's how we'll end the show. Um. Oh. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna go with um, the Kona Brewing Company. Okay. Longboard Lager. Okay. Is that the blue one? Yes. Yes, that one is all right. I've had that one. I was I was a big fan of that one. That one 
that is a good enough beer that I can have, like, with food. Like, I can have one. Tastes great. Um, I can have, I can pick up, like, a 12-pack on a Friday night. Yep. Drink them all. Wake up the next day, feel fine. I have never had a bad experience with those uh, to this point. Yeah. Should, should obviously put that in there because it's alcohol we're talking right right for sure but i've never had a bad experience with them and so like it's it's my go-to i got a chance to go to the actual kona brewing company in hawaii when we went there like 15 years ago and so i wasn't old enough to drink at the point at that point so i've more than made up for it but kona kona is my my go-to uh for sure other than coors light good shit man well i'm gonna have you in here in studio one of these times I'll get Kona, I'll get some Coors Light, I'll get some other party favors, and we can have a fucking hell of a time. Maybe either talking wild or fucking maybe getting wild and not talking wild. We can fucking figure it out. But, <laughs> dude, I appreciate you coming on for the podcast, man. It was a great time. You're welcome back any fucking time you ever need. It was my pleasure. And, man, I'll, I'll just give you this little piece of advice that I tell people that, uh, that do podcasts. Like, just keep, keep it on the level that you want and enjoy and just stick with it like it's i mean like i said i've been doing i've been doing content for like almost 12 years at this point if it's something that you want to do stick with it keep hammering away at it and you will uh you will inevitably get it to where you want it to go fuck yeah man that's going as the intro right there that's going in the fucking intro highlight i appreciate that man oh Boom. All right. I don't know if I'll see you in spaces tonight or not. It depends on who starts one. I have I have too big of a fear of fucking starting one tonight. But um, if I catch you there, uh, I'll talk to you for sure. But, again, man, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on. Of course, man. Peace. Later.